diminish a female off and be honest like do you have the skill set are you a giving or are you a receiving person because I was in a four and a half year relationship with a guy that never touched my clit and then I got out of a four year relationship and was like wait that you do that Oh my god, that's like are you a finish up? She's fine. Like I came, I'm good. Bye. I didn't enjoy sex until I was 22. I spoke to this sexuality and relationship coach. I wasn't a client. I'm friends with him, and he can guess people's sex life by just hanging out with them and knowing them. He's like, (laughs) and this is like a year ago. Does he want to meet us? He's a legend. Oh (laughs) yeah. I would love to see who it is. This was like six months ago. He's like, Charlie, you're a nice guy. You always go down on a girl for too long. As soon as she goes down on you, you'd be like, cool, not five minutes, then I want to fuck you. I just want to give, give, give. And I was like, wow, describes my past relationships so much. So I've really been learning to receive, not in that way, like receive pleasure rather than just be constantly focused on giving and mm-hmm. making sure she has a good time that's nice focus though, on you having a good time maybe that's just a, a, a time. foreign thing but Aussie guys are like wear a cum dump star and then they leave the room my ex-boyfriend told you know me that mean? girls don't need to come. like oh. we, they finish and then they leave and we're used to that mm. not hearing that mm. I started having sex and then getting obviously nothing because cunt didn't even know what a clip was um but get yeah that guy I got a map. <laughs> someone drove a picture um his poor new like, girlfriend fucking here. groovy um <laughs> i got to like 22 and was like whoa whoa what was that um and i had no fucking idea but he was like oh no girls don't have to come and i was like what do you mean? I don't want to have sex and just fucking sit here like all riled up. Like, fuck, what am I going to do now? Like, mm. what? So yeah. That's all you know. It's like, it's really sad. Yeah. Amer- yeah. Not American. Australian guys. Australian guys suck. What about you? Are you a fuck off? I'm finished. No, bad Felicia. Not. Or are you like going to do everything in your power to make sure she's satisfied? Big giver. Probably the same as Charlie. Like you guys are very emotionally the, woke though. That doesn't like, me. um, Definitely more so a giver, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, probably into some different kinds of nice, cool <laughs> sexual kinks that require more giving to them. You're you know, very spiritual. Rather than me always spiritual receiving. Spiritual with his sexual kinks. <laughs> Sometimes I do just desire to receive, but I'll be pretty open about it. But mm, like other yeah. than that, now nah, like probably. What are your sexual kinks? I want to know. Yeah. Just What's me? your weird shit? I don't, oh my Tell me. I've done a couple of role plays, which was fun. Okay. What type? I have Peaky Blinders to be. <laughs> Tommy Shelby, nah, naughty boy. Hit, <laughs> she was Grace, which was awesome. Nice, we're gonna horse racing. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, um, I love it. All right, so we got stuff. role play. I haven't actually done that really yet. Role play, cool. role yeah. play and giver team. What was huh? the second one? Huh? What was the second like, one? Role play and giver. Giver. Like a role playing giver. Role playing this giver. This cool thing with kinks is ex- existential. I said wrong. Existential kink. And it's like it's a any- big word for Charlie too. <laughs> it's not just me. Yeah, it's like whatever you're into, it can mm. be tracked way back to like mm. shit that's happened to you before. It's like whatever you're into oh now, it can all be tracked back to. Oh, that explains so much. Stuff you took Exactly. So I was into theatre when I was younger, like heaps. <laughs> no, exactly. This is. This I'm is being true. honest with you right now. Like I was into the theatre. I was really into <laughs> one theater of my personalities. I'm sorry. When we had the chat, we're walking through Berlin, we're all catching up, and you told me you were into theatre, and like I was the exact fucking same. But you made a comment, and you're like, "Yeah, I've got like 14 personalities." I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, that's a little bit different. <laughs> we're all a little bit 
into theater. I was uh, an A plus drama. We were drama nerds. I'm a drama yeah, teacher. Exactly. See, drama like, nerds. But yeah, so you. I was yeah. I guess that's where it comes from a lot. Yeah. Um, which is awesome too. See, for me, this is going to get a bit personal, but it's on my list of things to talk about anyway. Um, I exposed myself to porn really young, really young, and I had very young parents, so they'd be watching a lot of like raunchier sort of movies and not really being like cautious that I was around. I'd like walk in the background, see it happening, and be like, you know, what's that? I was always very frigid in high school, actually. So I got cheated on quite a lot because I was too scared. I had a lot of guy friends, but as soon as I looked at a guy differently, it panicked me. But I had the kinkiest hidden life. And I exposed myself to porn, like, way too yeah. soon. Like, way too soon. So, like, expectations, everything was just... Like with porn through the porn fucking roots so porn saw, ruins yeah. it with expectations because mm. learning to have sex by watching porn is like learning how to drive by watching Fast and Furious mm-hmm. it's like the expectations mm-hmm. blown out of perspective exactly so yeah. so many times I'm like okay I want to do this or maybe I want to try that and I'm like why and it's like oh because I saw that when I was like <laughs> 14 see I didn't um, watch <laughs> I didn't Brain watch damage. porn <laughs> hence I had no idea what I was fucking I was, yeah it was weird I was so frigid I wouldn't I didn't have sex till I was 16. I didn't kiss a guy till I was 15. Like, I was so scared of it, but I just was obsessed with it behind closed doors. It was weird. It's great. <laughs> it was always on my mind. It's a great level. It's a great level. Yeah. But it's so bad. But yeah, you guys were saying, like, porn is such an unhealthy thing to tap into, especially, like, that young. It, like, puts the bar up here. It's a big dope. And it numbs you as well. Yeah, it's not good. Like, I had to go on a full, like, porn tox. Porn detox. And you got to go on a vibrator tox as well. You do. It comes a minute where, like, you've got that setting so high that, like, you fucking bits start to hurt afterwards. And you're like... Oh, what? Because it just becomes desensitized? Yeah. Yeah. Really? And my motherfucker's got 25 settings. That shit's that. (laughs) Mm, What the fuck? So many settings, but I only ever use the first one because the others are are too inconsistent. It's like, in and out and in. And that's the whole point. The edging. Yes. No, it's the whole it's away. the whole chasing the dragon with like porn chasing like, the dragon dragon drinks water <laughs> sorry yeah, Ty, same. getting the best of the conversation <laughs> um, yeah chasing the dragon you like watch porn and then if you watch the same thing over and over again it's like fuck that's boring now I want to get the next thing and the next thing and it's same with it gets worse. and it's the same you come across like some yeah. weird shit that's how people get into deep things like, yeah it's the same with sexual experiences you sleep with one partner and the next one and the next yeah. one and then once yeah. you have sex with someone good and then you'll always sex compare that mm. so like, oh, yeah. there's a bit of comparison you when you have sex with the next person like that might have been great sex six months ago but because you've had sex with this person it's not as good mm. and this is why I go to back that. to the crazy guys because like I'm not gonna lie the psycho ones <laughs> Bar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You are. Uh, receivers, oh. givers. What's oh. the girl here? I was a we big, a big giver because I was too anxious to receive for a really long time. So I didn't. I was like, like I will yeah. do everything you want me to do. Now I'm a, like a bit of both. Mm. So have this craving yeah. to break everything down into psychology yeah. and why you do it. Go on, do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, my God. oh my God, do it. Do right. your NLP shit. No, but oh learning God, to like... receive thing is a big self-worth piece. You, like, <laughs> at the deepest levels, you've got a belief system. So what make... if you're just textbook receiver? That might be around, I'm not good enough, so I need to give more because I'm not worthy of receiving. Like, at the deepest level, that's possibly what it is, but you only see the surface level stuff. Interesting. And patterns repeat himself throughout their whole life. Oh, we know. Like these same. Are... I date the same man over and over and over. Exactly. Mm. And it's about 
seeing those subconscious patterns that have formed when you're younger that's created the reality you have now becoming self-aware of that and then you can change it so you don't keep dating the same guy having the same problems show up in your life so you attract yeah. more of what you are so if you always have that problem you'll always attract it go to therapy kids as you get from that don't go to therapy no, go, go to, to coaching go, go to, to coaching. Up, sorry go to coaching go to I need therapy. to go to coaching I haven't done either and I feel like I would Coaching's start if I sat down with anyone I, like I would like freak them out she's like a medium she's like spiritual yeah you, she picks up on my vibes through you yeah she's like she your friend picks up on fucked. everything she's like I'll ask yeah. I'll be like oh what about this person and she'll give me like a background I'm like interesting cool next one what's the hottest thing a girl can do in bed like what's something that just like you're like whoa okay. ultimate turn let's go squirt just gonna oh. do you squirt much I've never had like, I feel mm-hmm. There's only been a handful of people that can get me there. Yeah. So, no, I have not squirted. I feel like that's the that kind of the reason that I like it so much because it's like you only do it with specific people. Mm, it's not every, so like, oh. every rodeo isn't like that. Like, it's yeah. always super specific to certain people that you have a genuine bond with, in my opinion. Is it an ego yeah. drive? Huh? That you get a girl to squirt and that you're... That's I like maybe, it. but it's just a... It's that at some level, it's hey. A, it's a yes. huge... Maybe, yeah, it's like a congratulations speech. It's like, hey, you got me there. Congratulations. But, nah, like, I, think, I think it's epic. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, squirting and finishing at the same time. That is finishing at the same time. time. Important. Oh, fireworks go off. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, why you always say at the end, like, girls, girls, just tell them time. when you're going to come. We need an ETA. Tell yeah. them. Give them, like, the few seconds. Because as soon as you work. say it to a man, they're like, oh. Not all men. They've got, like, two seconds. Not all men. No, I was seeing this guy for a while, and we had it, like, down pat. Like, we just, we'd know what position we'd get in to finish, and it'd be like... I'd be like, okay, once, and once I said I'm done, he's done. Like, it was just like a fucking button that you pushed, and it was great. What is the kinkiest thing that you like? Squirting. That's swayed my opinion as well when you said that. I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. That, but finishing at the same time is good. Mm. I've got a good question that I'm not sure if you got on the list. When you need to finish, but you don't want to yet, what's your go to distraction? Uh, is that a male question? Because if I'm going to finish, like, I'm going to sprint to that finish line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Girls, like, often when guys finish, it's over. Yeah. So what's your go-to? Uh, oh, mom's calling. I don't know. Like, get out of there. Mom, is calling. it a mental thing? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to stop? If you're like, oh, you, I'm getting close, I need to distract myself. Oh, no. Where do you go to? Because when you want to come, you get into your body. When you don't want to come, you get into your head. You're like, so think of your grandma. How, think of your grandma. How do you go? No, but I've genuinely probably tried a fair few different things. And I've got a fucking... Some of them have been textbook. like a little bit, what the fuck did you just think about? Because um, it really <laughs> helps. Do, no, it's such a mental like, thing. Just any, anything that. distracting. Like... It could literally be like what you know, a dinosaur or something that's like a complete bright light over there that's completely away from what it is that you're thinking about. Because if I'm really yeah. in the moment mm-hmm. and I'm really in my body, like I've probably not got long, so it has to really be something quite powerful. What if a girl says to you, like, feel like I'm gonna come and they're like, don't you fucking dare? Can you stop? Or does that kind of does that change anything? I go into my head. I go. I do the 17 times table in my head. Or if I'm really struggling. 17? Yeah, because it's really hard. I do the 17 times table. I've got 17 times table. Or if I'm really struggling, I'll do the 27 times table. And I won't come. 
How far do you get? Times table like fifty-four-seven. What I used to do was picture the fridge and picture everything that's in the fridge. The milk's here, the butter's here. Does that not make Legit. you go soft though? Like if you if you focus on too no. hard on something else, does that not, not affect you're, you're, you're so horny, you're so hard, you're all over here. That, like, yeah, no, back, but I've had guys here, that or... I'm like, don't you fucking dare, like, mm. come yet. And yeah. then they're like, like oh, shit, like, okay. And then they hype themselves out of it too much. So they have no like, like, you're on the edge of finishing. And then, like, coming back down a little bit won't make you go soft. <laughs> New Tai Chi move. <laughs> you just, you just get <laughs> oh, this like... soft dick. <laughs> I tell you what's helped. Like, meditating. Wow, that's helped. Mind as soon as I meditate, oh, so that you it's can like, get into a different state. Yeah, so you can go back to your mind and, like, take your mind away for a second and then back into and then it and come back in yeah that's great. a good question thank you you want to find a lot of asking. like I mean you know your everyday Australian training meditating unfortunately because um, Australian men suck I have lived my last like two three years surrounded by no offence but just foreigners and I don't have a better word for you guys but I have so many foreigners like in my life foreigners. like so so many and I've like done my travelling I've done all of that and I've met incredible people but you guys are so different. Mm. Like it's it's very, very noticeable. I've had a lot of people like fuck Scotland, American, like so many different types of people like living with me in my space. I've dated a lot of foreigners as well. Fucked a lot of foreigners as well. But it's it's so di- like Australian males, and I'm not trying to say that you all suck. I am. But 99.9 percent of you. <laughs> That you, I just, I can't. There's a long, that's a big number. We it talk is about, a big number. We talk about something similar, being from the UK and then coming here to where there's like an array of different You're like an exotic, you're yeah. like an exotic animal to Australians. So it's really interesting it's, how it works. It gives you, you it gives you such a foot up when you've got a different mm. accent. It feels like, wow, because they're so used to bogans all the wow. time. They're like, I'm sick of you. When they hear a British person, like, wow, an exotic yeah. person. And it's like as soon yeah. as an Aussie guy comes to a school in England, that's the same thing. Yeah. All the girls yeah. Australian came to the UK, it'd be the exact same thing. So did you People just crave get, different. like, ridiculous amounts of pussy when you came here? <laughs> I originally so came up with a girlfriend. The and, then, and then what happened there? Because that'll be pretty interesting to mm. talk about, like, coming over with someone from a small pond. And you guys were together for a while. And yeah, now you're in seven yeah. years. And now yeah. you're in a big pond with way bigger fishes. Yeah. Was what that happened? why you separated? Because you came here and you realized there's more to life and there's more people for me to pick from? Or was it you just sort of fell out of? So we were together for six years in a town of 2,000 people. Yeah. Everyone knew everyone. Mm-hmm. So in that small town, you know the dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's find someone, settle down. And then yeah. like house, kids. And that's the path I was on. And yeah. then eventually we went traveling. And as soon as we came over here, we found out that we weren't the right person for each other. Okay. And we were on totally different paths. And, and she was in, on the same page as you with that? Like you were both, yeah. you both noticed that And in shift. the small town, it's very easy to stay on the same path because there's not much of a path. But when you yeah. come over here and your options explode, like my mindset went from that to open like that. Mm-hmm. So you got so many different places to go. And we were going in such different directions yeah. that it created so much resistance. And eventually it's like, pop. And still gone, but it's making that hard decision. So many relationships drag on for too long because people are too upset to hurt them in the short term. They end up hurting them in the long term. Mm. Staying with someone purely out of convenience. Yeah. Boom. It's just because it's easier in the short term. Yeah, we've all done it. But that happened. Yeah. And it's it, great. we've all left. 
It was one of the. I'm first, always bigger about things. It was probably one of our first deep and meaningfuls, wasn't it? That was oh, we, we were fear. we were talking a lot about this kind of thing, mm. and it's, it comes down to uh, people pleasing more than anything. Just yeah. not having the ability not to say somebody. no. That's exactly. Yeah. It. How many times have you tried to teach me? I can't say no. I'm the world. Mm. Like I will do everything I can to not like even my ex that I told you all stories about before. Like I would still do everything I can to make sure he was okay after all of that. Everyone like else everyone else is ahead of myself. And the first and only time I went to therapy, um, he picked up on it straight away. The therapist, he's like, we need to work on your self-worth and you need to learn to say yeah. no and you need to take time for yourself. Reason I moved in with who I live with now was purely to like ground myself more. I had no idea how to put myself first. And like, that's what I did with my relationship for so long. He is priority. He is up here. He needs help. I'm depleted. I'm nearly anorexic. I've got a gnarly drug problem. I'm fucked. I've lost my life. I'm 21 and I'm not living, but he's more important. And that's more important. And I did have my wake up moment and I did leave. And it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life because we didn't fall out of love. We didn't hate each other. No one did anything wrong. It was just an unhealthy lifestyle and I had to put myself first. And then you're like, holy shit, I feel so good now. This is amazing when you put yourself up. But it takes a really, really, really long time to get there when you're a gnarly people pleaser. Recovering people pleaser. Recovering people pleaser. When then I met Abby and she was just like, no is my favorite word. (laughs) Everyone can I'm a seasoned cunt. Pepper. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And there's that slump after you come out of a relationship for a bit. I moved to Brisbane. I was single, like single British twenty four year old dude mm-hmm. in Brisbane. Made to be like and I'd make it clap, clap, clap. <laughs> I'd put on social media like going out with drinks with the girls and stuff like that. Then made to be like, Oh, oh you're so like I bet you're fucking loads of chicks and stuff. And I was like the most depressed I've ever been. And I had no sex drive whatsoever because I was Thank you. I was crushed yes. from this past relationship. Mm. I had no sex drive for like three months mm-hmm. and then eventually came out of that slump. And like you forget how to date. Like I don't know how to oh, talk yeah. to oh, guys. I build my I, confidence so oh, much. it's terrible. It is terrible. Someone approaches me and I was like, oh my God, back in like my high school frigid shell. Like you literally go back it was there. terrible. I did not know a fucking single thing. The guy I told you about who I've been hanging out with recently he kind of came into my life. He's beautiful, so attractive, so amazing. We vibe, we love. Um, and he came into my life just after the breakup and I just went, he was up here in my eyes and I was down here. Cause I was like, oh, surely no one as hot as that is gonna be into me. And I panicked so bad that I like pushed him the fuck away so quickly because you come out of something like that and you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the world of dating right now is so fucked up anyway. I Add found that, that in your opinion. I got. I went yeah, straight into definitely. dating. Like, <laughs> All females. Insane. <laughs> next though, week. Like, different situation. Yeah. See, for me, I had a very civil breakup, like lifestyle choice. Whereas you got cheated on, so yours was kind of like a fuck you. I'm gonna go do my thing. I was thriving. You were thriving. <laughs> we're still thriving. Thriving. We have so many topics. How do you feel about period sex? Oh my god, yeah. And the Fucking fine. on yeah. the towel down or no, just shower. I had one traumatic experience <laughs> where the blood was lumpy and I just wanted to, I just wanted to die <laughs> dude I had the exact same experience <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and since then I'm like nope so, like Claudie like, like Claudie, if you yeah. pulled out and it was like lumpy on my dick 
Yeah, it does that. It's but called like, your insides shedding. Coming out. Yeah, yeah like that's the, what happens. That skin shredding. Yeah. Yeah. Your uterus. But that scarred you. That was it. You didn't like that. that. Yeah, that was... I was so young then as well. Yeah, I was like, what, like 17 what? That yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty normal. Like, in the shower is fine, but yeah. No, just yeah, pull no. out. Half of you came with me. <laughs> you have to put half down a noise. Good funny. And you guys, dude. You're the well, most if, horny if, when you're on your period. If you pass one too many drinks, yeah. you just let them go the other way. I tried once, and it was horrible. I called her that. straight away. I did try once. It was in the shower. Yeah. Um, you yeah. did it wrong. You did it so wrong. So you but she pushed. did try. I, I will tried. Back she rung me straight away. The, the top, and I was like, Mm-mm, get out. So you got a perfectly functioning sex organ right there. And then boys still want to go yeah, for... Yeah, it's the, an obsession. The, the tight, dry... Not nice hole. hole. Thank you. Just, I don't understand. I have shit out of there. I don't want your dick going in there. This things, is a things come one out way of there. It is a one way street. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from my ass. It is mine. What about you guys? Thank Do you, you like your booty hole touched? <laughs> I guess so many males like I've, I've, I've given are. away too much about myself already for me to. Okay, I've, heard, I've heard that you don't like it being touched, but you like a pressure like a thumb on top of it. Oh no! I'm How would you know I'm this? Just, just chuck a finger up there and I'm sweet. Apparently, if you press like, on the no, taint, that's hard enough, so it's like the same Like I'm sorry. I'm, my finger's not going up your asshole and no, yours but this is, is why in the in the open relationship that you have you discuss this kind of thing if she's not mm. into it you don't do it if you're not yeah. into it you don't my the asshole is mine what is that yeah. craving I have no idea it's, it's, it's a, that it's next level it's something that no one else has <laughs> it's is chasing what the, yeah it's like chasing the dragon things like what's the next thing yeah, but period sex girls are way more horny when they're actually mm. on their period, That's so the it thing. is so hey, much better. It? It's like it, really? it depends on the on the heaviness of the like flow. Like I'm soothing, a, I'm, or what? What is it? Yes, more sensitive, more blood flow. Uh, yeah, way yeah. more sensitive. I'm always so fucking horny when I'm. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't so like. I'm not a heavy person, so it's never so, been an issue. But I can imagine someone that's super heavy would be like. You oh, just feel oh, the, you feel the breeze, and you're like. Oh. <laughs> Just like, give me a second. Feel a breeze like daddy. But talking about the clumpy period blood. Oh, yeah. I had a question. So sometimes guys will finish and there's a bit of a mess. It'll end up on your body, right? And there have been times you just wipe it off. All good. There have been other times. (laughs) We've noticed weird consistencies, weird smells as we like talk about it and like kind of. Um, not even smells it's just consistent. the consistency that shit rips out the hairs on my oh fucking my God, arms that yes. shit is sticky yeah, sticky what up. is you with sticky you don't cum? let it dry don't let it dry but it That's sometimes you've got point two of a fucking second like that shit like yeah that shit and if why it's is in that the shower and some like, of it is way more sticky glue. than others males have long like, like hair like it's this it's like PVA glue <laughs> Literally. Yeah. What is it a health thing? Because some guys are you're sweet, and I can have that shit for a while, and it just like crusts up a little bit. I it's do. all good. You oh, sometimes but this shit like sticks. No, like nutrition. It, nutrition has a huge. Is that impact a health thing? Hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like if oh, you're eating a I got shitty, a fun fact on sperm afterwards. like a shitty, shitty diet, like. <laughs> 
it's not gonna be good. Yeah, well, I, I my ex because I'm like this is fire, and I'm telling you that is the stankiest cum I've ever smelled in my life. I didn't even like it on me, yeah. let alone in my mouth. It never, and it maybe once, but after that, never again. I literally threw up from it. Like it hurts. You're trying to like pull it off, and you're just like yeah. ripping all but your hair off. But some people, it's it. like there's nothing, and I'm like fuck yeah, that's great. All right, well that's questions answered. I need to know about that because wait, I just had so wait on confused. ejaculate. No sperm. Sperm. <laughs> ejaculate. Pulls um, microphone closer. Charlie's fun fact. <laughs> Listen up, right? Sperm. Oh, God, this is gonna be so loud. <laughs> That's gonna be loud. Sperm. <laughs> males sperm. today <laughs> have a, males today have a fifty percent lower sperm count than our grandparents' age, grandfather's age. Porn. It's for the bitches. It's a lot with diet and oh. shit of food coming out. Like we're More not exercising shit. as much, mm-hmm. and we're eating like males eating soy, creating more estrogen. Lowering so our sperm count and drinking from a plastic water bottle that's been out in the sun, we get that plastic in. I heard that was a thing. I used to get in trouble for doing that. I'd leave water bottles in my car and just drink it. And oh my god, she walked into work one day. And I got yelled at. Plastic water bottle. Boyd and Amanda car, went off at me, and she walked in and they were like, "Don't fucking drink that, Liz." And Liz just went. <laughs> hey, you're lucky I'm drinking fucking water. Like, I'm, this, this ain't gonna kill me. <laughs> Try That's it, like fucking your mate. I need my alive water. <laughs> I, need I, need to, I need to water my live water. Like, if you're it. drinking water from the tap, it's dead water. And I'm like, you'll you need to play a flute through. Lucky I'm fucking drinking if water. You just interpret like, dance in the room with the water for long enough, it'll be alive. Is that how it works? Apparently. Apparently. To be fair, I'm a huge fan of high vibe water. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> You're so spiritual, bro. No, You're so sexy. So spiritual, it man. It tastes so good. So I don't know if it's just like. A, I, I, I would need to try this. I'm sure I it tastes amazing. This, like, it I'm not tastes, gonna order it. It tastes thick. Plug. Huh? Plug for high. I've had water. If you want to sponsor us and prove us wrong, go for it. But I just it's just water, bro. Yeah, I'm very picky. Like, I don't like tap was... water. I have to have like cold spring water, but I don't drink much water. So if I'm drinking it, just don't at me. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, drink your water, right? Exactly. Like leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's dead or alive. It's going in <laughs> just me. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, how do you know if you like sewer or if you're just a hole? Oh my god. Sorry, yes. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know if you like? How do you know? Okay. How do you know if he likes you or if you're just a hole? I feel like a lot of people use each other just to masturbate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually into the other person, have that fun connection and can have a laugh with. Mm-hmm. Like, sex is so much better when you can f- have fun and have a laugh with the person. I can't have sex with someone I don't have, like, an emotional connection with. Yeah, if you don't get on with someone and you just take them home for the sake of it, it is just using them to masturbate. But then Except that stays as a one-night stand. You leave that as a one-night stand. Oh, yeah. yeah that's like, what one-night stands yeah. continue to be. Yeah. Is but that- you feel like... Yeah, that's a hard one, especially nowadays, because everything is so, like, the situationship situation. This gray area I've been caught in a few No, but it's It's a thing. Like, I know you might hate that term, but it's actually a thing. Yeah, 100%. It's a really bad, because right now, like, you meet someone, and they're amazing, and you're vibing, you're getting along so well, but you're just sleeping together. You meet their family. You meet the fam, you meet everybody, and then it's just, you still don't know, and no one wants to bring up the conversation. I think and, and then, then it just, just and it just carries on. But then emotions are building on both sides. Mm. But these and expectations both don't know, are and it well, just yeah. How do you know though. what's going on in a guy's head? Like, 
guys will say that they don't want something in different ways than actually saying it more so than they probably wouldn't and I, I actually watched this thing today about the that it was Lockie Mitchell shared it and if you saw it this morning it was like if one of the people says I really like you but I'm just not ready yet <laughs> that's out that means get the fuck out of there because they're prepared to hurt you when mm-hmm. it stops going their way well, what if you hear nothing but you guys just vibe all the time I just think be straight up and say is it is this going anywhere or are we just yeah. fucking around because yeah. so many people are too scared to ask and I agree with if you mm. ask after like two or three weeks then yeah, yeah. Ask that. I, I got caught in a situation where we had sex and it was amazing sex and like cool we'll meet like we'll have sex again in a few days have sex again and then raise the raise the topic like neither of us are after a relationship right now you've got a lot going on with your career I've got I'm like travelling it's not right like yeah cool and it's like hey we'll, we'll meet next week for like a sex meet next week for sex and then after a while the emotional connection and that rapport builds between you so much mm. and it's like oh shit the roots are quite strong mm. now it's gonna hurt if I rip this out so you oh, just carry yeah. on but you still know it's not the right time for a relationship but you've got to go through that you still Where's that? you still continue um, to go through it no matter what yeah I want to ask you girls about for a man who mm-hmm. isn't after a relationship mm-hmm. like me and you have had a lot of these conversations we're not after a relationship but males still need that connection with the opposite sex but, but then there's a fine line between girls saying oh you're a fuckboy just wanting sex but it's like no I want that connection but I just I'm not right for a relationship right now I need to be selfish for my career for example but still wanting that where's that line See, and when I... would you tell the other girl the Ooh. girl if that's your intention I'd tell her after like probably a few times of hanging out if she if you're picking up the vibe that she is into you just to save her heartbreak later because you don't know what's going on in the other person's head if you are definitely set in stone with that being your decision Mm. but like you said emotional connections just build and sometimes uncontrollably Mm. and it'll just naturally happen so you might have that thought process at the start but give that a few months and that might completely flip so like for me right now i'm in a headspace where i don't want a relationship at all i'm just sleeping with people doing my thing but i'm not completely off the idea of it if I do meet yeah, someone definitely. that is amazing I'll let them like I'm not really wanting anything blah 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 but if we start vibing and we do I'm a picky cunt though so you're gonna have to be amazing mm-hmm. but if we do start vibing and it goes somewhere 40% of the audience you're speaking to right now <laughs> like I'm not opposed to the idea so it just depends if you're gonna say I'm fully against it I'm not dating like the next year I'm so focused yeah, like true. you are just a root but then maybe someone yeah. can say like I don't want something right now but like I'm not opposed to, like where this could possibly lead in the future like I still think you're amazing I still like you blah 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 I just yeah I don't know it just depends then if you're gonna keep having sex there's gotta be like a conversation of okay but are we just having sex with each other because jealousy is yeah jealousy is a huge thing that's when you get exclusive and it's like then what the fuck's exclusive then why are we not just yeah this is a relationship without a relationship it's a fine line but but I like exclusive without a relationship that to me has existed before and it has worked and it's not a bad thing at all you just know where you stand and you know to not get attached because the conversation has been had but it's just but I feel like you keep having um, you gotta keep updating that conversation because feeling you're gonna keep having sex feelings yep. are gonna grow you're they gonna evolve. have expectations you can't help and it. the expectations is where it gets 
Blair. Exactly. And that book just there on Fuck Yourself, he talked about how it's not the situation that fucks you off, it's the expectation of what you believe the situation was going to unfold into. So if your expectation was, Mm -hmm. we're going to get together and end up having kids then it's not the fact that he said no, it's the fact that you had other ideas, so you just pissed off with yourself you for letting yourself... You yeah. created, like, a fake you created scenario, and now you're upset about something that never existed. Yeah. yeah, and you're more upset with yourself than you are with the other person yeah. for letting yourself get hoodwinked into that belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most mm-hmm. dissatisfaction in life comes from a situation not meeting expectation. So it's like lowering expectations on not having any and just going it in it consciously present. We build things up like we said this, girls. We build things up in their head to be something that they're not, and, and that's why we, we don't leave relationships too, because we're like the potential of what we can see in yeah. them or what we saw at the beginning stays and stays mm-hmm. in our heads, and we're like, but but but, but then actually like that. But what if, that, but what if it, yeah? And usually right, you get expectation for two months until you flip one day and you have an argument, and then you realize that they're not they're not that person because now they're not. Tra- treating you the same yeah. because you were gone from here to here in their eyes and then that fucks with your self-worth and you think well, why the fuck am I not good enough so it's just a yeah. battle I remember I had this really awesome relationship and we hung out so much like so many times before we slept together like it was mm. ridiculous to the point where we were both like is this ever going to happen or not and then it, mm. it was amazing because we became friends and then the love, the love was still there or building and then we had sex and then it was epic because it had been it was the perfect Build time up. to have it I think any longer Build probably we would have took the shine off but the fact that it was built up so mm-hmm. well and so nicely and then it happened was like probably one of the best few month relationships I've ever had so would you rather get that fuck over on the done ugh I can't speak um, would you rather get that done quickly, get over the awkwardness, be comfortable around each other, each other's bodies first up, or would you rather drag that process out like a few months and then it be like mind blowing? I, I think uh, language wise, dragging out wouldn't be for me the words that I would use. It would be more so like building up anticipation. Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. Oh, eighteen to eighteen to twenty one year old me would say, fuck it, let's get it done and let's just bam 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 and then we'll sleep together for like months and that's it and then it'll end. But now twenty four year old me is like, now nah, I'd rather build up some groundwork. And, and like, it's a different type of relationship. It's a good foundation. It's a relationship versus yeah. friendship. We're growing up and stuff. Yeah, with first dates and stuff. <laughs> I remember if I took a first date home and we'd have sex, and then the next day I'd be like, ugh, I just be, I want to be on my own, get out of my bed. So like, ugh. But then if a girl comes home with you and you don't sleep together on that first night and the next day yeah. you actually enjoy hanging out with them and you're like, oh, I want to crave it because there's something left. Whereas mm. you get the candy straight away. It's like, oh, I know what it tastes like. It can still be good, but it's like that idea that there's more. It's a forbidden fruit. Yeah, it's that dopamine yeah, it's chase. Yeah, it's the chase. Long-term chase. gratification. It's the fucking chase. When you get it straight away, you're like, great. And then it's like, ugh. I remember as well, I was like, I think I was 20, 20 years old in New Zealand, and this party animal friend of mine, he just bombed me with this quote because he was just all about fucking girls all the time. He was just like, you're never going to marry the girl you bring home on a one-night stand. And I was like... I I love it. This has actually been epic, but you girls got to get up at 3.30 in the morning and it's getting a bit late. I'm so sorry. I hate this. I feel like 
a studio session or a session at yours or one more wouldn't be the worst idea. Yeah, we could Chat. just go on. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Like, we could just make this a common occurrence. Like, every few episodes is just a joint one with you two. That would be fucking it's rad. Good to get your Do once a month. Yeah, once, once a month. month. Get you guys in, get a male opinion, get a new range of questions and advice and topics. Random and topics. We will jump yep. to everyone's bedroom. Super <laughs> Do the round. Don't mind. Bedroom jumpers. Yours is next. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now I'm getting off topic as always. <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> if I'm Daddy. Daddy. Daddy.com. <laughs> so daddy. So I am a master NLP and hypnosis practitioner, and I work with clients, helping them realize and fulfill their full potential. And I do that in one-on-one and group sessions. So my socials is at Charlie Owen with two W's or at Lad Search for Meaning on Instagram. And we will type that in in case you can't hear through his accent what he just said. It'll be in I the... I tend to mumble and <laughs> enunciate <laughs> my words. We'll add it there. Ninja. Uh, what, what do you do? I'm a movement coach. Uh, so I teach calisthenics and primal movement as well as do a bit of transformation as well for the awesome female form and um, my Instagram is Jack Burleson underscore and yeah there's lots of mindset coaching little bits on there as well and mainly more movement though so if you ever want to learn a handstand come down and we will teach you in a heartbeat we're gonna get bendy mm. I reckon we go back to that class by the way yeah. well you said you're it more of like a body coach and you're more of a mind yeah. coach and together we are gay <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. This will be dropping VVV soon. Um, yeah, stay tuned, motherfuckers. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at Don't Be Awkward. Um, it's just Don't Be Awkward. At Don't Be Awkward. I fucked that up. Every we, got, we got rid of the underscores. No more underscores. No, no, more, no more underscores. No we, more like, unnecessary nice. bullshit. We reported the original Don't Be Awkward. They and messaged now we us. They're like, haha, you have my old account. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bye. Um, so just Don't Be Awkward. We got TikTok now. Not Snapchat. Ew. Snapchat. We'll have sucks. YouTube soon. Do you know how many guys have asked me, "Do you have Snapchat on Hinge?" And I just and that's when you know they're like seventeen years old. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to my friend about this. I was like, "You know how old a girl is?" And it's like, she "Hey, what's your Snapchat? Snapchat? Yeah. Under twenty. What's your Instagram? Twenty to twenty-eight. What's your number? Twenty-eight and over." Yeah, absolutely. That's a yeah, Do, yeah. That's my, I'm that's like, a, what's your Instagram? Is old I need to see the photos, and I got a store because I got to suss out the mutuals too. You know how many people? Like the Gold Coast is small. Very, very, very. Gold small. Coast is very it's small. Very small. You're gonna like it's find someone on Instagram. Small. Oh, it's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. You got to suss out those mutuals. Got to be careful, ladies. Anyway, bye, Felicia. Bye, boy. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs>